I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, and joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, the live lord, the one more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? All right, so I actually got a, a quick little story here at the beginning. So I like pr- playing uh, pranks on people, okay? Like, that's just in an office setting, at home, that's just like my thing. So the other day, my wife wanted Panera Bread, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'll get you Panera Bread. She's had Panera Bread a, a decent amount during quarantine. And she loves the cups at Panera Bread. It's super weird, I know. But it's just, yeah, she gets ice water every time. Like so, the, the plastic cups? Like, yeah, Like I know, that you put it, stuff in, not like a it, it's weird, fruit cup? I know. So, <laughs> just the actual cup. Anyway, she, so she had been using this uh, water cup from Panera for about a week or so. So it's like sitting on her counter or whatever. So I go and get her Panera bread. I come back and she gave me her order and she's like, make sure you get a large ice water. They have the best ice water. And I'm like, it's freaking water. What are you talking about? And your wife's not pregnant anymore. So she can't use that as an excuse, right? No, no, not at all. So anyway, I, I come back. I forgot the ice water. Okay. And totally forgot it. I come back. I bring the food in and like... I'm, I hand the food to her uh, kind of behind her a little bit on the couch. And she's like, hey, where's my water? I'm like, oh, my gosh, I forgot it. And she's like, really? You know, she's kind of disappointed. And I'm like, I look over and I see the empty cup from last time that she had on the counter. Casually got the empty cup, filled it up with our filtered no water way. in the Come fridge. On. She, with our she did not fall for this. Then I said, hold on, let me check the car. And I go into the garage. I literally stand in the garage, open the garage, just stand there holding it, shut the garage, walk back in. You know she listens to the pod, right? Yeah, she knows now. I was like, I got it. And I walked in and I handed her water. She takes a drink. She goes, ah, the best water. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. So I I keep it going. And it, like literally like a couple hours go by and I'm like casually, I'm like, what makes her water so special? I'm being a jerk about it at this point. She's like, I don't know what, what makes it so special. It's just something so good about it. And then later on, the last one, I'm like, hey, can I take a drink of it? And she says, yeah, you can. It's kind of weird because their ice this time looks kind of like our ice. And I look at her and <laughs> I tell her and she was like, I mean, it was like everything added up in her head. It was like, oh my gosh, you did not. And now, like, every, the whole thing is, like, proven wrong. And I'm like, this is my point. Their water's not special. Our water is special. No, it's just, stop. There's nothing special about any water. <laughs> there's nothing special about it. But anyway, it's just everyone's it ho- at everyone's house in different states, their water tastes different. <laughs> it was uh, it was fun, oh, and I man. enjoyed it. That's hilarious. So there you go. All right. On today's show, like I mentioned, we are live on Hot Mic. We've got a whole bunch of people in the chat. What's up, chat? Say what's up, chat. What up, chat? And uh, we're going to be answering some questions. We got a whole bunch of questions. We're going to be doing an entire, like, 15 questions on Animal Crossing because Isaac and I are just obsessed with this game right now. We got it. We both got it within the last week. Just, <laughs> just kidding, kidding, guys. No, we're not just kidding. That. We're not going to do that. First question up from Brett. He Uh-oh. is living in Houston. He's moving to Dallas soon. He says, should I get season tickets when I move back? Oh, 100,000%. But, I mean, but when? But when? 
Oh, okay, okay, okay. Is he it's asking? It's a loaded because- question now because obviously we would say yes, absolutely get season tickets. This is the best time for the Mavericks as a team to get season tickets. However, because of the state that we're in, what do you do with season tickets? I mean, there's some teams okay. that are refunding money. There's some teams that are just putting it on hold. You know, that's true. It's a tough time know. right now. Yeah, I don't know how that process is going to work if they're going to here's my thing if they <laughs> locked on animal cross if they sell <laughs> if they sell season tickets i would go ahead and get them if you have the financial capacity to do so because if they don't have games they're going to give you a refund so if they if we do have a season at some point to where fans can be in the arena and you have a chance to have tickets to be there for that team because let's I mean we all expect next year's team to be better than this team so I mean another year Luca KP and all that stuff like we're gonna be one of the hottest teams in the league so oh, remember basketball I, remember basketball games I watched highlights yesterday for yeah and of like Luca games and that Washington game at the beginning of the season With feels Beal? like yeah it feels like an eternity ago but anyway. Yeah, that Beal, yeah, all that stuff, man. So it's a tough question for Brett. Like, I, I don't know if he should get season tickets or not. Uh, maybe check into the, maybe check with some season ticket holders about the Mavs policy, and they might just put it on hold because Cuban's been, you know, he's he didn't open practice facilities yet. He's been very bullish on reopening a lot of things. So maybe they won't even let them be sold yet. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If they sell them, I would buy them because if they don't have it, you'll get a refund and whatever. Uh, Sam says thoughts on ESPN's all-time starting five for the Mavs. He said no, no Jason Kidd or Luca. Did you see this? I did see it. Uh, Tim McMahon, our friend Tim McMahon, did this. Uh, did this starting lineup. Luca's the only one uh, because, like, I mean, I love Jason Kidd, but I understand. I think they were just taking it the route of just their time with the Mavericks. Who were, and- who were the five that he put on there? So he had Derek Harper, uh, okay. Rolanda Blackman, okay. Mark Aguirre, okay. uh, Dirk, and I don't know about that one. Jason Terry. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's hard because like the majority of those people, the majority of those players, like recent fans haven't seen. So that, that's kind of tough. And then yeah, you have, so the, I think you have the longevity of a of like Rolando Blackman's on there for a reason. Derek Harper. Uh, he's a really underrated player all time. Just recently, we had a podcast with Jeff Skin Wade, and he kind of opened my eyes to how good Derek Harper was. Uh, or else I would have been in the same boat. I would have said, well, Luca's better than Derek Harper, which he probably is as a basketball player, but his career hasn't been so long at the Mavericks as long as Derek Harper's was. That's the thing. And, uh, yeah, Henry, my counter to the quiet thing is who else would they have for the Clippers uh, besides, <laughs> you know, the guys they did? Michael Olo yeah. Candy, right? Didn't he get drafted? <laughs> <laughs> That's, that was pick. the thing. I think they. I honestly think the Clippers had Bob McAdoo at center, but um, Danny Manning. But yeah, for the Mavericks Elton thing, Brent. I think I think Luca Luca is already top three overall talented Maverick of all time. Um, it's just he just doesn't have the career yet. So I think personally, if it was just hey, who's your all time starting five for the Mavs? I would put Luca in there. But I think for this ranking, it was more of like, you know, like Nick said, the longevity. And, and he, I mean, even in the description of it, he says Harper and Blackman have their numbers hanging in the rafters, which Mark Davis does too, but he wasn't on Brad this list. Davis. Brad, yeah, yeah, Brad Davis. My Mark, Mark Davis. Mark Davis. Who's Mark Davis? Isn't he uh, the owner of the, the, the Raiders? The Raiders. 
not that mark oh man uh yeah so there's there's all kinds of questions about that if you it also depends on what you want to do with this team right if you're just doing an all-time starting five to win a game like you're playing that game the aliens are coming we need one team represented from the mavericks to you know win a game then yeah. you pick luca right but if you're saying who had the best career then so far i mean luca's played one and a half seasons so far for the mavericks i mean still super yeah. super young in his career um Christian said thoughts on Paul Pierce saying LeBron isn't top five all time. Let me just stop with thoughts on Paul Pierce saying, and I don't listen to anything after that. It just, okay, here's my thing with that. We're just so thirsty for content right now, and but I get it. Like this I stuff almost happens don't blame even during games, though. Like when when Paul Pierce or Kendrick True. Perkins or one of the KG or somebody will say something, and you know you take it completely all like some of these guys they have their own thoughts, and some of them think that they're the best player of all time. They're obviously they're just wrong yeah. in some senses. They're not, they're not objective. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, they just, I mean, yeah, any old player who wants to speak up, like if you want to be on SportsCenter right now and if you are a decent old player, just, just hey, put out a top five list and then it's going to make a segment, <laughs> have one contra- controversial right. thing. And yeah, so, yeah, I mean, and we're talking about Paul Pierce who was, you know, beaten by LeBron a decent <laughs> amount of times. So, All right, coming up, let's get into some more of your questions on the live Locked On Mavericks podcast here too. on Hot Mike. All right, Isaac, let's get into some more of our questions here. Uh, <laughs> Adelim says, three other players you would want to do an escape room with. You want to do Mavericks or you just want to do NBA players? Uh, let's just do Mavs. That'd be hard. Okay, Mavericks we want to do an escape room with. Um, All right, definitely got Dwight Powell. Why? Just because he went to Stanford and he's smart? Yeah, teamwork guy. Gonna figure it all out. Let me just like follow him around. He could be he the muscle too if you need to move something. Three other people. Um, I'll <laughs> go with Dwight. He's literally just rolling with Dwight. Can can Rajon Rondo be one if you need to do oh, Connect God, Four? Or connect if, Four. <laughs> or if he. If, but the thing is, here's the, here's my case for Rondo. Ready? You ready for the Rondo case? For if you were doing an escape room with with all time Mavericks, Rajon Rondo. You get because, out of the first room. You just fight. No, each no, other. no. Because. If Rondo wants to get himself out of somewhere, he knows how to do it. Oh. Wow. Clever, Nick. Clever. Uh, I'll go with Dwight Powell, Jalen Brunson, and Boban. Brunson is good. Yeah, Boban just because you want to hang out with him. Okay, yeah. we're doing we're doing current. Yeah, Dwight, Boban. I don't know. Courtney yeah. Lee? Just throwing sure. it just, just the name. Sure. Maxi, can I just get all seven footers? <laughs> Christian said, would you rather wear a Trey or a Wade jersey to a Mavs game? A Trey or yeah, a Wade? Yeah, let's say they're Neither. playing somebody What's random like the Kings. and <laughs> It's Mavs-Kings. Would you rather wear a Trey Young jersey or a Dwayne Wade jersey to that game? Never. And I mean, if I had to, like everything was on the line, Trey Young. Everything's on the line. What would be on the line? I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't wear either one of the jerseys, but I wouldn't. Yeah. I would wear Trey over Wade any day. Uh, Andre says, what's your take on Stephen A saying he would take Tatum over Luka? Again, this goes back to any of these lists, any of these teams, any of these, I would take this player over that. What are they asking them to do? Are you building your team around them? Then I would definitely take Luka. If you're plugging Jason Tatum into a lineup made with already, you know, with a, a player that's already a really good playmaker that maybe needs some more defense and just some extra scoring on the wing, then I would take Tatum, right? Because you already have a playmaker like that. Uh, but Luka's a better player. Let's just, I mean, 
What yeah, Luke is Luke is a better player. I'm not like in like I don't look at that and just like laugh and say that's the stupidest thing in the world because I see the upside. Uh, like I see the upside to Tatum, and I think he's going to be a really like a, a big star in the league. It's not like he said Trey Young over Luca. Like Tatum, we kind of put I kind of put you know, and we talked about this on the pod before. Like who's that next generation? And I would put you know, Trey, I mean, Trey, <laughs> I would put Luca and Zion and Tatum and some of those guys, ironically Jordan Brand guys, some of those guys together. But Luca's definitely a better player, but Tatum's you know. He's a little bit far behind that. Henry wants to know why we don't like Trey Young. I don't. I don't dislike Trey Young. I think it's a misconception. We don't. We don't dislike yeah, yeah. Trey Young. We just don't think that he's the you know best thing since sliced bread. Yeah, yeah. I don't dislike Trey Young. I think he's a, a lot of fun to watch. I've always said that. I don't think right now his what he does on the basketball court uh, contributes to winning, and I don't think he's in even in the same class as Luka. And I think people tried to he, – he became a punching bag for a lot of Mavs fans because yeah. so many people in the media, national media, tried to make this Luka versus Trey, and it was just never even a debate. Like, it was never a thing. So that's why it seems like we don't like him. It's just fun to take shots at now because so many people thought that that was a a thing you know yeah um varun says why is avery johnson look so down upon as a mavs coach even though he almost led us to a championship you have any takes on this um it was just his time to leave and they just needed a new voice and he's looked down upon because i mean team that didn't live up to expectations really and just every coach you know will do that but but since it's your team and since that was you know it's tough when you have players like we just talked about Dirk in 03 how he went to the conference championship the Western Conference champion Western Conference finals and he didn't you know get over the hump and that was the start of his plateau once that plateau started in 02 03 maybe even in the 01 02 season like your window is small at that point and you have very little chances you talk to players like Charles Barkley anybody alive in the Jordan era basically your window is small Barkley was on Zach Lowe's pod and he just said I had three seasons where I had a chance to win a championship and that's that's like an all-time 50 greatest player ever in Charles Barkley but he had a he had a very small window uh, and ask a lot of players that are alive today any player that's played in the east <laughs> that wasn't on LeBron James's team their window to win a title is so small it was this past year and the Raptors were able to do it and the Raptors are able to take advantage of it. Your window is so small that anytime something happens where you don't live up to expectations, you lose. Avery Johnson was the coach when they lost to the uh, the We Believe Warriors. Am I right, or am I remembering yeah, that? Right? Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. It's the back to back years. There, you have the even though you know this was. Um yeah, uh, the refs and stuff in 2006, but you lose a finals and you come back around and, you know, he's the first coach really to lose the eighth seed. They'd won 60-something games right. and that happens. And it was just a really big embarrassing moment. And, yeah, they just needed – yeah, without going into all these, like, random stuff, they just – it was time for a new voice. It was time for a new voice. And anytime you have, you know, a window like that that Dirk had – and you fail, then if you're the one that is sort of gets the blame, like Avery Johnson kind of did, and then they they pushed him out, and Rick Carlisle came in and finally won, then it also pushes it more to the fact that that sentence didn't make sense. But it, it makes the fact that Avery Johnson didn't succeed look even worse because Rick Carlisle came in and succeeded. Right? I mean, yeah. it, it's just there's there's it was kind of a perfect storm of a coach looked at as having failed even though that Mavericks team won 67 games that one year they went to the finals you know all those things he was successful in different ways just couldn't get over the hump in you know in one way championship can change someone's career I mean just 
If, yeah. Avery, if they win in 06, Avery Johnson's the greatest coach, right? Like in Mass history <laughs> at that Does point. Does Rick Carlisle come here if they if he wins? Right. In that's 06. The, well, we did okay, so I just I just hosted Locked on NBA with uh, Ben Golliver last night. And at the end of the pod, we did a what if of what if Jordan never played in the NBA. And we just went down so many rabbit trails. There's so many different angles we could take. I think you and I should do a pod on that. Uh, just mm. just the whole thing. Because we got down to what if so if Jordan never played, does Phil Jackson get a coaching job, right? Like, does, does Phil Jackson ever coach in the NBA? Because uh, Jerry Krause gave him his chance. He connected with Jordan, and then all of a sudden, six titles. And then he goes to the Lakers and five more titles. And all of a sudden, he's the winningest coach, right, <laughs> titles-wise in, in yeah. NBA history. Like, does he even – there's so many what-ifs you can go. But that was one we, we talked about last night. Uh, Dylan says, if there's a shortened season with less breaks between games next season, do you think that will help a young team like the Mavs' chances at a championship? Uh, I think you're you're misunderstanding what the season's going to look like. It's going to look more like the, um, what is it, the 2011-2012 season, the lockout season, where there were 66 mm. games. It's going to look like that. It's not going to be 82 games smushed into a smaller amount of time. Yeah, it's it, kind of like what baseball's you know considering with moving what 120 games down to like 80 games. They would just lessen the amount of games. They wouldn't try to cram 82 in a shorter amount of time. Unless they push the whole thing back and decide let's start in December, but let's go through July again, right? And they, that's the new NBA season. They just keep doing that cycle yeah. over and over again. They could do that and just push the whole calendar back, which again yeah, yeah. wouldn't be a yeah, shortened you know time frame. Very true. Very true. Very true. Okay. Um, Wolfgang said first take had Luca at eight on the list of best players in the league. That sounds about right right now, right? Eight? Yeah, top ten. I mean, as long as he's in the top ten, I'm happy with it. I I might have him a few slots higher than that, but top ten, sure. Varun asked a good question. Thoughts on Uh-oh. Green coming back in the jerseys? Yeah, I think Allison uh, announced it officially the other day on uh, Mavs Plane Mavs podcast, Plain. and. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's been one of those things that's been in the works uh, for a while. We've hinted at it. It's been one of those things where it's like, hey, I'll hint if y'all can catch my uh, <laughs> hinting sarcasm sometimes You're on drift. pods. Yeah, to where uh, I can't like come out and say it, but uh, I, I would hint at it multiple times. But yeah, that's the thing. And you can only have these hardwood classic jerseys every five years. So, uh, you know, I think <laughs> Darren Williams was, you know, his team was the last team to, to wear a, a version of that. And uh, we'll get some green back this year. And I mean, it's what a lot of people, we, you know, on this podcast, I remember asking, uh, I asked Cuban on this pod about a rebrand, not really the color green. And uh, that's when he famously said, well, there's just 30 people on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people on Twitter had fun with that, that quote from Cuban on our pod. So, uh, I def- definitely think it's more than 30 people who want the green back. And, uh, Dirk we're himself. Get yeah, a lot of the old players like it too. And, you know, yeah, if a lot of other teams have thrown out retro jerseys, let's, let's do it ourselves. And, man, let's just be honest. They're going to sell a ton of crap with that retro, old school oh, yeah. cowboy hat, green, yeah. everything. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I love the green. Green, yeah. Absolutely. Aaron Holloway asks a good question, a pointed question for today's time. Isaac Harris. Biscuits or rolls? Um, going with my um, grandma slash mother's homemade biscuits. That Ooh, for yeah. sure. Any kind of biscuit for me. Give me a biscuit any day. The yeah. only rolls I would really consider is Oh Charlie's. Oh, have you ever been to Oh Charlie's? Yeah, Oh Charlie's. Yeah. The rest of their food is okay. The rolls that they give you for free, they're delicious. Texas Roadhouse, their their rolls are good. I don't think I've ever been um, to a Texas Roadhouse. But yeah. 
I gave up bread like a couple weeks ago, so now you're just making me miss bread. Uh, Aaron, the uh, refrigeration method makes them more chewy, so we'll uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that. <laughs> uh, okay, continue to look for questions. You can bring up questions if you want. Oh, okay. Are you <laughs> skipping questions? I'm just going down the line trying to find ones that I can get to. Oh, uh, uh, Wolfgang said the NHL is talking about doing a 2014 playoff format. Could the NBA do something similar? I think I think the NBA is, and I have no inside knowledge, but the NBA is going to try to keep it as similar to the you know the way that the playoffs are formatted right now as possible, so that it could somewhat legitimize this you know champion in any way, right? Like that they can't just sure. so because it's already going to have an asterisk, but they want to keep it as similar as possible and not go the full delegitimize this champion because yeah, then, it, I, then I, players yeah. wouldn't want to do it right if, if we change it all up and do all right we're gonna do this new format and then do the stern cup and do you know this whole thing players aren't gonna want to do it there are some players are already skeptical about coming back and if there's no real championship to come back to then why would they do it besides money yeah I mean, that's the thing it's like money part we hear the money part all the time it's like hey these players are going to come back and play take the risk because they want to get paid because we've all seen the number I think Sam Amick said on the uh, on the athletic that's you know the playoffs are bringing 900 million dollars and so it's like that type of thing into where I think you have to do one or the other I think if it's about money and you want to have some cool fun tournament then you come back for that and it's a 24 team you call it something else and it's just about getting your money but if you want to come back and have the playoffs you do it like you always do it and you have your 16 teams and you have your eight teams on each side and you do the whole thing you call it an NBA championship and all that stuff so yeah I don't like the com- combination of a tournament playing tournament because I think it does kind of screw the teams that's yeah that's false something like the Mavericks and stuff like okay then you're going to let the Kings in or whoever it is to, like get out of here. Yeah, we don't care about the Kings. Uh, okay, Sam has a good question. What's your best idea for a new halftime show act for the Ma- for Mavs <laughs> games? Because you and I have been to lots of Mavs games, you more than me now, but we've seen all the acts. We've seen them many times over. Some of them are super fun. Anytime a dog catches a Frisbee, I'm in. Uh, anytime uh, Red Panda comes back, I'm in because just – Red Panda may be nearing the end, but if she drops it, then you're there for history, right? <laughs> That's true. See, I'm I'm out on like the quick I'm change on, stuff. Are you in? Yeah, I don't mind that. It yeah, just ha- it's fun. Yeah. I don't have an answer for this. I'm not even gonna act the like girl I have that an does the uh, bow and arrow like with her feet, like doing that a handstand me every time. Scares me every time. And okay. like the the 65 year old guy who climbs up on climbs a ladder, the chairs, and then, yeah, and the ladders. Yeah, and okay. like stands on his like ear or something. <laughs> like, no. What about the guy that uh, balances ladders and things on his chin? That's just one of those things where I'm like, how did you find out you had that talent? <laughs> I'm not really amazed by. I'm like, cool, bro. I'm glad you can do that. But I mean, yeah, this is all their thing. Yeah, as long as it, I'm just out on like actual performances, like singing, like a concert style, because I don't think anybody's oh, there yeah. for some like and the concert. The sound is at so bad. The sound yeah, is always like, so bad in an arena like that. Yeah, just stick to something like crazy entertaining. But there are some very weird entertaining <laughs> things too that they have at halftime that we're all looking at each other yeah. wondering what, what is happened this? with this. I used to do uh I used to do either for Moneyball or Maps Fanatic, I used to track the best halftimes and I was doing a whole th- I was doing like a whole piece on it. Um well, okay, Sam really, said, Sam, said what, Sam said what's your best idea for a new one and I have one. I have a new oh, idea. Okay. Oh, what is it? All right, tell me if this is too nerdy, but they could do it on they could do it on Star Wars night. 
They're not playing Animal Crossing on the Jumbotron. <laughs> <laughs> you could do Mario Kart on the on the Jumbotron with some kids. That could be fun. That would actually be funny. Do I would like watch halftime that. and put the kids' faces up there on the bottom, like do do four cameras yeah. that show their kids' face and and have them play on the court. That could be fun. Yeah, that'd be fun. Have Sean Heath announcing it. But here's my idea. Okay, it could be Star Wars night. It could be any night, really. There's these guys that do these lightsaber fights that look like real actual lightsaber fights. And they can do flips Ooh. and they can do all this stuff. They could go up and down stairs and they could fight. There could be this dramatic music in the background. You could choreograph it, but I think it could be fun. So basically Star Wars version of medieval times. Yes. Yes. At a basketball okay. ring. Because that's the thing. It has to be so kid-friendly to where it entertains kids. What's well, more kid-friendly than a lightsaber fight? No, 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 no. I get it. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if you're Unless thinking of other ideas. Unless he somebody dies. Because for me, I'm like, oh, man, at halftime, it'd be cool to see like some like documentary. Like show a 10-minute a clip of Dirk's documentary thing or whatever Ooh, yeah. it is. Show something on the Jumbotron. But that's not going to like kids would just be bored out of their mouths yeah. for that. You can do that. Stuff stuff you can do on your phone doesn't necessarily work. It has to be like live in person. That kind of stuff works. Yeah. All right, coming up, bunch more questions. Appreciate you guys on Hot Mic jumping in. A lot of you are sticking around asking us questions. We've got a lot more coming up. All right, Isaac. Uh, bunch more questions in here. Um, Nick, is this pod brought to you by Built Bar? <laughs> all the pods are brought to you by Built Bar from, okay. from here on out. Michael says, what do you guys think of NBA games possibly being played at Disney World Las Vegas soon? <clears throat> What do we think about it? So it looks um, like Disney World is gonna is leading right now, according to that athletic article yesterday. What do I think about it? I don't really care where it is, right? I mean, I I'm con- I was really concerned. <laughs> I'm not gonna get political here. I was very concerned for Vegas, the Vegas plan after that mayor came out and said that she offered to have Vegas be the control group that didn't social distance and didn't shut anything down. I was very yeah. concerned about that. Uh, that lady seems like I, I have no idea what that plan well, was. She's listening to the pod, Nick. If she, no, but I'm just saying it, it. Some people could say that it's a you know a partisan thing, but I just think that idea in general is insane. Would <laughs> yeah. was not. I was very concerned about that. Uh, there's uh, things that I'm concerned about here in Florida for the NBA coming here, but um, Disney, I guess, is, is secluded enough. I don't know. I just I'd have to see the whole, a- you'd have to see the whole plan fill out, and a lot of things we just don't know. Like there's there's things That's that you just can't it. plan for right now because this is still you know so new for us that's the thing is it feels like stuff changes every week there's something new that comes out even this past week jared dudley does a live video thing a few days ago and he's basically saying you know dave mcminiman for espn wrote an actual piece on that live thing what he did with the reporters and saying that hey yeah it's not gonna be a bubble like players will be able to go out and like if they, but they'll know if they test positive that they're not gonna play and how you the like lakers we're gonna keep ad and lebron you know in the hotel i'm like so that just no raises bubble. a million questions in my head so i think all of us right now content i get it but we're all just waiting for the official plan to lay out then we can dissect it then we can have true feelings on it of if we think it's gonna work or whatever from a content podcast Mavs fan all of that of course we'd love to see Luca playing basketball again and those guys but uh there's a whole different aspect that we have questions economics of the NBA wise like there's so many different ways reasons why we wanted to come back but health and safety is is first John has a question about the Mavericks roster construction he says how possible would it be to keep Tim Hardaway Jr. bring him off the bench as the sixth man then add another starting three and D guy Uh, I'm guessing he's talking about this offseason 
it's tough. So to keep him, you're talking about either him picking up his option, so eighteen million for his option. Feels so long since we've talked about something like this. Yeah. Um, or if he signs some sort of extension, and maybe it's less than eighteen, but it's a longer deal. Uh, that would make it more likely for them to add a, another starter if he does that instead of him just picking up his option, right? Yeah, the big thing is like it just depends on how good of a player you want that other person to be that you're talking right. about, and you know if because if it's a, a bigger player, In if you're draft, picturing a Bra- totally possible. Yeah, well, if you're picturing like a Bradley Beal type, whatever, you're gonna need the money of Tim Hardaway to match a deal. So whether he comes back at 15 on extension or he picks up the option at 19, you're still looking at 15 to 20 million dollars for Hardaway next year probably, but. Yeah, and then, yeah, him coming off a six-man, that's assuming that, I mean, we saw how he played as a six-man earlier in the year. It wasn't yeah. really his his thing, and once he put was put into the you know start, starting unit, that's when he kind of excelled some. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It just depends on what type of player you want that third person to be. A star, I don't know if you can get a star third player and still keep Tim, but if you're wanting to get a role player type of guy, like a Danny Green type of guy, like that type of player, and keep Tim Hardaway, I think that's more feasible. What about a Danny Green and a Patrick Beverly? <laughs> what, what is this? What is this, 12 months ago? Gosh. Um, Oh, uh, Brett says if, if Luca wins a championship before the end of his rookie contract, so within the next three years, does okay. that help or hurt keeping him long term? Help. I think it helps for sure. I think so too. Uh, but I, I think the thing yeah. is, what long term are you talking about? Because signing him to an extension after his rookie, his rookie deal, like mm-hmm. very few players ever turn that down. No one, I think, has turned down the max after a rookie deal, no. right? And it's, it hasn't yeah. happened. So. Uh, and, but it could happen. There, it, it, does, it hasn't happened until it happens, right? It's not an impossibility, but it just hasn't happened yet. So to keep Luca for a second contract after this rookie deal, yes, yeah, that, that's totally possible. The championship, whether he gets it or not, I think he's going to you know stay. Uh, the yeah. second contract after the rookie deal, the third contract, I guess. So the rookie deal, yeah. the max deal, and then the second max deal, that, that one, the championship would help. Right, it's but, good, yeah. but then at that point, it's, we're so far down the road. We're what eight years in the future? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Michael asked the burning question: When is Jalen Brunson joining the pod? I don't know. We need to reach back out. The momentum, him. the momentum fall, fell short. We we it was in his camp, and then it, it's Player, gone. Yeah, well, and players, players are, just are still not, doing their own thing. Yeah. yeah, and players are not. I mean. Someone said earlier, "Why are why aren't you guys? Or how are you guys getting players?" It seems like they're bored during quarantine. It's not like they're itching to come on media stuff because they don't really have a reason to right now. Yeah, I mean, if it's a big thing for like you know Ernie Johnson, you know Dirk's gonna yeah, do, yeah, yeah. do that for Ernie Johnson or something, something <laughs> like that. And and honestly, I mean, we we've reached out a few times, yeah. Uh, but the message back to a lot of people right now is like, hey, like they're just enjoying their time off from media stuff, and uh, once they get back rolling, then maybe we can do it then. And I and. Like I'm not, I'm not the type of media person where I'm going to continue. I'm not going to blow up somebody's Twitter DMs. I'm not going to, you yeah. know, blow up their Instagram DMs. I'm not going to be emailing or talking agent stuff, sending an email to an agent or whatever it is. Like I, I might ask once, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to let them enjoy their time. I'm going to see these guys in a locker room whenever we come back. So in, I'm not going to three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> three years. Oh man! All right, there you go. Uh, that's the podcast. We'll keep answering questions on Hot Mike. And if you're listening to the podcast, you want to hang out with us on Hot Mike. The link is in the description of this podcast. You can download the app, use the code Nick Van Exit, and you can join us every Thursday. 
We do it either at 2 p.m. Central Time or 8 p.m. Central Time. Uh, we try to flip-flop. We try to go do a more European-friendly time uh, at 2 because uh, 8 is like 8 p.m. Central Time is like 3 a.m. for them. So we wanted to do a more friendly. So we go back and forth between the two. Check our Twitters for the times. We'll do it. And we will uh, keep answering questions on Hot Mic. So everybody here on Hot Mic, stick with us. And then, guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Maps. Peace out. Boom. Boom.